The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hi, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we will be taking your calls today. It's 816-251-3555. It's 816-251-3555. Um, and I just have a few things I'd like to mention before we get rolling with my guest today, because we have a lot of callers lined up already. I'm so excited. And this is always a very popular topic on the show. Um, so Friday evening, I will be offering an online mediumship gallery with two colleagues of mine, Lori Sheridan and spirit artist Rita Berkowitz. And what I love about, you know, we most of the time we would do this in person in the Boston area, but because of the current situation, um, we're doing a lot more of these things online so we can reach people from everywhere. So if you've never seen a spirit artist work, if you'd like to see, um, you know, mediums do some message work, um, come check us out. It, it's, it's to raise money for a local spirit Spiritualist Church in the Boston area. Um, it's uh, Friday, February 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern, and you can uh, check out the details on my website at laurawister.com. So without further ado, I want to bring my guest on, Dorothy Anona Morgan. Um, she's probably, I was just telling her, I said, I think she's one of the guests that I've had on the most over the 10 plus years that I've done radio. Um, she's always a very popular topic. Um, she's um, as an astrologer, that she, uh, over 30 years of of um, experience with astrology, and um, I always learn something new. I mean, even when I think I, you know, there's always something new to learn from Dorothy. <laughs> so welcome, <laughs> Dorothy. Thank you for coming back on. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Always yeah. a lot to talk about. So much to talk about, and that's one of the things that um, I wanted to, you know, one of the things I put out on social media was that you're more than just your sunshine. Sun, yeah, sunshine. <laughs> you're more than just your sun sign and um and i think it was you that taught me this dorothy was that you know obviously a lot of us know who are what what our sun sign is you know me being cancerian and but but the the you know the everything has to be taken into account and you and you taught mm -hmm. me that the rising sign um so the, what if I, if I get this wrong, please obviously correct me. Um, okay. So your sun sign is really who you are, but your rising mm -hmm. sign is how the world sees you. That's right. The sun sign um, is what the ego is, is 
here to learn and, and we're, we're learning that sign. We're not always good at it either. You know, sometimes we're, we're just really learning like little babies to be a Cancer or um, a Gemini or what we're Aquarius, whatever. We're really learning about that. So the ego wants to, to process that and learn that. The rising sign, which is also known as the ascendant and the first house cusp that has three names. Um, it's, it's the zodiac sign that was on the eastern horizon at the moment that you were born. That's why your birth time is important because as the earth spins, the zodiac belt is, is anchored out at the, at the, uh, out in space where the celestial equator and the ecliptic connect. And so that's anchored. And so the, the earth spins. And so, yeah, what's on the ascendant at the time of your birth? It's the persona. It's, it's like the costume that your sun sign works through as well. And so that's what people see first, that rising sign. And, uh, that's, you know, so sometimes when people say, guess my sign, without even looking at them, and it's like, nah, because I'll most likely will just get your rising sign, because if you're just meeting somebody, that's what comes through first. So that's really important. I teach a little beginner classes on that, and I have somebody requesting one, so I'm going to start one really soon. And um, the third position that's very personal is the moon. And the moon, everybody can see the moon. You can look at it at two different, two different nights and see how it's changed. And so as far as heavenly bodies go, the moon is the fastest. And um, that's important, too. It's very personal. And um, that's how we, um, our, our emotions, the moon represents our emotions and how we feel. And that's why, you know, when we talk astrology, like for the daily and weekly forecast, we're always talking about the moon, but the moon represents how I feel and how I am, you know, what I need for uh, nurturing. So the moon will be in one of 12 zodiac signs, and yes, there's only 12 zodiac signs, and that's how I want to be nurtured, or if I'm emotional, I need to... um, uh, the way I feel the most comfort is when I use the zodiac sign that my moon is in. Now, we're born with this, so we really don't know any different, mm-hmm. but everybody has different ways of, of being emotional. When I'm emotional, I go to work. My moon's in Capricorn, so Capricorn's about work and being responsible. Um, somebody who has their moon in an air sign, which would be Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius, they don't want to either talk things through or think things through. And that helps, that comforts them when they want to be emotional. So there's lots of really simple, but that's still like another step beyond just, oh, I'm a Gemini, you know, I'm a Cancer. Mm -hmm. So yeah. (laughs) So much more than that. Yeah. Yeah, there sure is. Right. So it's, I think it's 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 really I mean I think it's if anybody has, has even a passing interest in astrology I think it's great to get your chart done by a professional so they can really yeah. understand um, mm-hmm. who you are yeah I've learned yeah. so much from you from that and and how you yeah you you gotten to yeah thank you yeah thank you for that and um yeah. and I know some people get concerned because they don't have their birth time and I was like no no don't worry about that right because you can mm-hmm. still work with that even if you don't have the birth time mm-hmm. correct. 
Yes, I can. Yeah, there are some there are some exceptions that I, that there are certain things that I can't do, but you don't know what that is, and so you won't know the difference. So I will work with whatever we have to work with. It's preferred, but you know I can easily work without it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. It's good to know. Okay. Then people get they get concerned that they're not going to get an accurate reading with that. Um, but yeah, that's not a problem. Um, yeah, there's plenty. There's plenty to talk about. <laughs> There's so many things. If anybody's seen an astrology wheel, and I know a lot of people have now because it's become so popular and there's a lot of apps. There's a, a lot involved. When you look at all those lines and symbols in, a, in an astrology wheel, think of it as, you know, a really well-crafted gemstone, multifaceted. It's not just like a flat piece of glass. You know, and that's what astrology is. You know, it's it's all one thing, you know, one stone, one gem. But we've got all different, you know, facets to us, all different sides. And so that's why astrology, you know, in a nutshell, looks really complicated. And because it's layered, you know, there's a lot of layers to it. So, yeah, it goes so deep. It's, it's like, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like the layers of an onion, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what I wanted to talk about too, and in you know the current astrology as well. I mean, we've got obviously it's mm-hmm. been. Um, I saw an article um, the other day that um, you know the the interest in astrology in twenty since twenty twenty began has skyrocketed um, mm-hmm. because you know everything's everybody's trying to figure things out, and so the in, you yeah. know the interest is incredible right now in in what you do. Yeah. Um, so what what is what can we focus on for this month when it comes to astrology? Oh geez, there's a lot. Um you know, the the big thing this month is we have um six well we get to the, we gotta get to the, the moon in Aquarius, but once the moon is in Aquarius, which that will be on um February ninth in the evening. We'll then have six planets in Aquarius, and it's been um, since the 1950s that we've had this many planets in that sign. There's a bunch of memes going around saying it hasn't happened since the Middle Ages, and there's seven planets, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not true. The memes don't pay attention to them. They're usually just not accurate, oh. unless someone like yourself is make are making them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, not me. You know. <laughs> Well, I, or I make them. I mean, but just when you see a generic meme go by, just just ignore those because they're just constant misinformation when it comes to the astrology. But for for this month, it's it's just amazing because we ha- we do have a lot of planets in Aquarius. The sun and the, the sun and Mercury are coming together um, on the ninth, um, the eighth, and the ninth. It is uh, yeah. We look hold on. Yeah, it's today, and so <clears throat> they've come together. Well, Mercury is retrograde in Aquarius, and so that is uh, receiving new information, but letting go and releasing um, what doesn't serve you anymore. And don't even think about, um, don't even think about like, oh, I need to let this go. Just, just say something like, from this point forward, um, I'm going to think more positive thoughts, or, or, or that kind of verbiage, if you will. 
And that's what we have to deal with today. We also have Saturn, Jupiter, Jupiter and Venus in Aquarius. And so we're in a little mini age of Aquarius, if you will. And, and, you know, we're not certain what age we're in exactly because we're changing from one big age of Pisces into Aquarius. And we're on the verge of that, but we all need to um, up our game. Everybody in their own way is, is here to up the game right now. 2020 showed us a lot of stuff, and now in, in 2021, we're here to um, really uh, break um, break away from a lot of the, uh, the old ways of doing things. And that sounds really redundant, cause, not redundant, but we keep repeating that, but it's mm-hmm. it's the truth. We're just in another, another phase and another step up um, in our evolution. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and we're, we're here to look at that. And so with such a, a clump of planets in Aquarius, that means it's going to be somewhere in our own charts all clumped together. So what's going to be that focus? So each one of us, could, if, if we could stop long enough, we could look at our lives over the last couple of weeks, excuse me, and see, you know, what's been our main focus. And, you know, and, and you're going to continue to focus on that um, over the next few weeks. And then as some of the planets that are further from here that are still, will still be in Aquarius at the end of, of February and throughout all of 2021, Jupiter and Saturn I'm talking about, then they're going to help us to anchor in um, some of the new things that we as individuals want to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to make it personal, you'll have to look at, and you know, and just, you can look at it, but you guys could email me too, and I can tell you where, the, where that stuff is um, mm-hmm. in your chart. But um, the main focus would be, where do I feel like I need to break away from what I've been doing consistently, and it's just, it just doesn't work for me anymore. For some people, it could be their, a, a personal relationship finally needs to it needs to change. Or for somebody, it might be, I'm feeling so restricted at my, my career. I, I know I need something to change there. And, and, and it doesn't have a change where you are fearful of that change. It just means it's time to, to grow and to, to feel um, more independent, even if it means leaving a job. You know, because that means it gives you room to explore more and do other things. So try not to be fearful. If you if you are feeling that, try to try to say, okay, where's that coming from? And then once you address that, then say, okay, how can I now, even baby steps, just you know, move towards what is new for me and what helps me feel um, feel more. Uh, in alignment with, you know, who I truly am, you know. Yeah, people yeah. fear change so much, but if, if you kind of look at it as, oh, you're growing, and that's yeah. why things are changing, then that's not such a bad thing, you know. Yeah, that's indeed. I anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, so, and technology is going to really increase a lot. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. Oh, that's okay, go okay. ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, technology is, is um, even though, you know, we've been using it like, Non-stop since 2020. Um, there's still there's still going to be a lot of advancements. Um, social media has taken quite a hit with this, um, with all 
the restrictions and these the new platforms opening up, and that's Aquarius as well, right? So that's new um, new online or electronic platforms. That's what Aquarius is in charge of, part of you know one of the many things. So and then connecting connecting with like-minded people, but again, not in the old ways, not in um, not your old groups. A lot of things that we've been doing for such a long time is very stale. So we're really needing to step out of that. And that's where you'll find the most growth this year, um, you know, collectively, but also um, individually. So, mm-hmm. so I challenge you to do something that you're a little afraid of, but it also excites you and makes you nervous and do it because that will be um, you won't want to stop once you get started on that, and that creates a lot of growth. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you were saying the planets haven't been, the last time the planets were aligned like this was in the 1950s? Yeah, I think it was 54. I can't remember exactly. I was going to look it up, but I forgot to. But yeah, I, I was think just it was curious, like, what time. was going on around that time that might mirror what's happening now? Now, that's a good question. <laughs> just really good. I love to see patterns, you know, they're just really cool. I do too. Um, I do yeah. too. And I did not I did not take the time to look that up because I was preparing other stuff. But um right. yeah, yeah, but that is that's true. Um the reason we we astrology can be um somewhat predictive is because of that, because this is how astrology you know, got all of the, you know, the archetypal stuff or the, you know, the, the meanings. Why does it mean this? Because every time it's because of, of history, it's, you know, the science of where they are in the sky, but it's, it's the stories. It's like, you know, from thousands of years ago when people saw certain things happening in the sky and then they saw what was going on around them, it got a definition. And it's just like, um, it's just like the, the history has been, it just keeps um kind of what's the word here, um the history just the information just keeps compounding you know we just keep saying well anytime we see this going on this is what happens and so eventually it just morphs into being that's what it means when this planet is doing this to that planet that's what it means just because we've been observing for millennia what certain things are doing to each other and how they how they come together. So we're able to see that. Like when Jupiter and Saturn come together, they did that on December 21st. You could see it in the sky. It's so gorgeous. And, um, you know, that represents us, you know, a a new social um, understanding, you know, social integration um, and even, you know, a new way of of connecting with, you know, our our communities. Jupiter and Saturn come together every 20 years. But now, you know, this is where we're at now, and this time we're starting a new, a new 200-year cycle with these two as they connect every 20 years in the air signs. And again, so that means technology, information, intellect, all of that is uh, growing and expanding over these next 200 years. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. fascinating. I and again, I've, I always say this. I'm like, it really is. And I know you've got you. You're studying astronomy. You doing and and you're you've you've got all this experience with astrology. And and I just go, okay, just tell me what it means because I can't wrap my mind around it. <laughs> but it I fascinates like me at the that. same time. <laughs> 
Yeah, and, it is. It's, well, why not, right? Because it just it has a lot of meaning, and you know, you got Gemini rising, so that means you're, you know, you're curious about things. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah and for I sure. have and I have like a thousand jobs. <laughs> is know. that a very Gemini thing? <laughs> yes, because you get bored. You get bored if you're just doing one thing. <laughs> I do. I really do. It's like if I stuck mm-hmm. with one thing, it would just make me crazy. So anyways, yeah. so um, yeah, so what I want to do, we've got about seven minutes before the break. So what I'd like to do is bring on a caller so we can kind of put, you know, show and illustrate how this works for people. Um, oh, okay. To have a, All right. It's going to take me a minute to uh, to get these people's information oh, put in. No okay. way. No problem. Okay. Well, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to bring Kathy up if that's okay. And then I can start, mm-hmm. I can start talking. Um, all right, Kathy. Hello. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Good. Where are you calling in from today? From Florida. From Florida. Wonderful. Wonderful. Are you guys uh, celebrating? Are you a, a Buccaneers fan? <laughs> Oh yeah, we were rooting for Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it Tampa? It says Tampa. Yeah. See, I'm I'm a I'm a semi football fan. As long as Tom Brady was playing, I was watching. So, anyway, oh, there you go. I yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so what what is it that you'd like to focus on today? Is there anything in particular that you you'd like some insight um, on? Well, yeah, uh, career and income, and um, also if you see any health issues, um. Okay. Yeah, just what's coming up in the next year or so. Okay, career and income and health. I want that's that's a question for Dorothy too that I'm definitely going to ask is how much right. can and, help and also probably a move, but I um, we're not sure on timing or where. So yeah. sorry, okay. that's like three things, but whatever comes up. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. I was going to ask you like what's what's most important to you today? <laughs> I have I could start talking about the career if any time if you want. Sure. Yeah, that's probably most important. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is there is a lot of activity in that area right now, absolutely at this moment in time, and over the next year, you are. Um, it does look like you're needing to um, make some sort of shift. Actually, it really, will pe- it's peaking now and then again in August. Um, so there is something. Um, unexpected in a way. I mean, you're you're thinking about your career, so it's not totally unexpected. But I mean, it does look like this is the planet Uranus at the top of your chart and Uranus creates unexpected things, but they would be to our advantage. So are you are you looking to change your job in, in, in career? Is that what you're looking well, for? Just, um, yeah, um, possibly a change. I'm not sure about that, but just, you know, upping my income kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, self-employed. I didn't know if to... Uh, continue on oh, that track or oh, so find something permanent. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So with Uranus at the midheaven, what that is saying is um, um, not knowing anything personal about it. This shows me that you do need to kind of, if you were listening before, you know, just sort of up your game and, and look at how you can um, approach what you do differently. That doesn't mean what you've done in the past is not going to continue to work, but and it, it can, but not all, not all of it. So it's time with this movement of this planet. He's going to be there for really going to feel it peaking, honestly, in August. And then it will um, last for a few months. And then it will come back again in January of next year. So I'm saying you should look at how you can approach um, new 
a new way of approaching what it is that you do. And you can make and when money. When you say peak, is that yeah, is that um, like opportunities wise? Or yes, it is. Or yes, and okay. opportunities right. and those opportunities create change. So it is both of those things. And we even have the planet Mars up in that sector right now. So that means you're getting some clues at this point in time. And over the next week or two, while Mars transits through that sector all the way till the end of March, so now till the end of March, with Mars moving through there, you, you're going to be, you, you most likely will be able to find per, someone to help you, a person to work with, find new motivation and start the process now. And, you know, just be open for that. And then again, when um, Uranus gets to that position, what that means is, is there's that opportunity um, for the sun, something to change. You, you think you're working towards something and you have your, your idea set on that and it does work to some extent, but it can, make, it can take a left turn really quick and something okay. completely different can show up, which is also going to be very beneficial. So I think you just stay open for um, what it is you're doing. Do you have to invest a lot of money in whatever it is you're doing? Uh, no. No, it's good. Okay. My, my skills, yeah. Just okay. your skills. So up your skills. If you can um, incorporate, again, like more social media, social marketing, if any of that is in the realm of what you pay attention to uh, or can help you, that that's going to also help. So if things feel like they're you know, they're working and then they kind of go stale, then just recognize it's like, okay, I need to make, just tweak it, make a little adjustment here and there so you can uh, just go in another direction. You have an end point and that's fine about what you want with your business and your career, but just know it might be more of a zigzag line than a straight line. So don't be, don't be overly concerned with that and be open to things you never could imagine that you, just when they show up. Because you can't imagine them, you still you can't say what they are. But be open, exactly. be open. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So be open to that unexpectedness because it will be a benefit if you if you can uh, stay on your toes and be more flexible. Okay. Okay. Great. And do you see anything with the move this year or? Um... Actually, when, when one area of the chart is aspected like that, the other area is home and family. So that can yes, that can show up as well. I believe that is true, and um, maybe even somewhere in the area of May. May. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We're coming Wonderful. up on the Wonderful. Thank break. you so much. You're welcome. Hope that helps Does Laura you. have anything? Yeah, I was just going to say, but before, 30 seconds before the break, I just want to jump in real quick. And I do see, and it's very much like what Dorothy was mentioning in the first part of the show, was that, you know, take stock of what works and what doesn't. And I see you kind of uh, um, either... Um, discarding half of how you do things and then moving forward with a whole lot of new. So and I, so I don't see you actually changing your business necessarily, but just really changing the way you do business. Oh, um, okay. If that makes sense. Um, so that's what I was picking up right away. I know we're right up against the break, but that's, that's what I have for you. So okay. I hope that helps Wonderful. in some way, at least validate something for you. Yes, <laughs> thank you so much. Wonderful, thank you. thanks Kathy, thanks for okay. listening. Okay, we'll come up on the break. We'll see you in just a couple of moments. And if you'd like to check out Dorothy's website, it's nhastrologer.com. And we'll be back in just a bit.
We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey everyone, welcome back. And my today's guest is um, astrologer Dorothy Morgan from New Hampshire. So, Dorothy, um, there was yes. some. I was. I, I started to ask a question, but then you were in the middle of a reading, so I couldn't say it. Um, so, our previous caller had asked about maybe looking into health in the, her chart. We didn't get that far with her. Is that something that you that you typically do, or is it something that can be? Um, can we looked mm-hmm. into in, in astrology? Is it something it, you feel comfortable doing? Yeah. 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 That's that. That last one's a great question because <laughs> you know I can see certain things. You know, you can see in astrology how um, what a person might be predisposed to. But still, I I don't like doing that because I'm not a doctor and I don't want to. And I really don't want to. Um, you know, I, I just don't. I feel like it's territory that I, I shouldn't get into. But there are astrologers that absolutely specialize in that and because they need to, because the intricacies are um, a lot. And it's not my specialty. But, I mean, I had three clients today, and every single one of them has something to do with medical stuff. And so, you know, you can look at it, and I can see how healing is happening um, if it would be slower than expected or go quicker than expected. My brother had an accident years ago. He caught in an explosion, and it was a mess. Um, he only had a 50% chance of, of surviving, but I looked at his chart, and he had a really um, one of the best transits you could have, even in such a, a bad circumstance. And I knew he would recover and heal, and he was out of the hospital. I mean, he was at Bring the Moons. I mean, he was a mess, and mm-hmm. he was out in six weeks. And so that was the proof. This was years ago when I first started studying astrology, and mm-hmm. I could see that, you know, it makes a difference. So the medical pieces, you can see it. I will talk about it with clients um, privately. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't talk about it on the, the show like this anyways. So um, because it's too personal, it's personal. Right. So, you, yeah. But it is absolutely doable. Um, but I do, I walk a fine line and I let everybody know right off the bat. Oh, that's completely understandable, right? But you you must have people coming and saying, well, I have to take, you know, I have to have some elective surgery or something. Mm -hmm. And when's the best time to do that? Do you have people come to you for that? Indeed. And the best time is, first off, is not near full moon because that increases inflammation. Because at full moons, we do carry more, uh, more, we we tend to have more water in our system. And Mm -hmm. so... Um, yeah, yeah, not the, not the full moon. But then some people would hear that and they're like, oh, my God, I have a surgery scheduled for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you, you're, you're, if, if it's an elective, sure, and you feel like changing it, change it. But if it's something that you have to do, doctors know exactly what they're doing. And, yeah, yeah. see, so that's why it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you have an option, then great. And if you don't, then it's, you know, you work with it, right? You work with it. Yeah, you work with it, especially if it's something that's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Okay, so let's go to, let me see, let's go to Joan. Hello, Joan. Hello. 
Hi, thanks for staying on. <laughs> thanks for holding. Hi, Joan. Hi, what oh, are we focus on for you today? Well, um, health is a big issue for me. Um, so if you have any insight on that, that would be appreciated. And also, um, I have still this issue about whether or not I'm going to move. And I can't seem to find another place to live. And I don't, now I don't know if I should be moving for a while. It's really up in the air. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, well, one thing I can tell you, Joan, I'm looking at your birth chart. And you were born on an eclipse. You were born hmm. just like like a, uh, not even an hour after an eclipse, a full moon eclipse. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about your chart. So what that, that, that represents is that, you know, awareness of others. You have, you know, relationships are, um, in your life are always uh, very um, important for you. I mean, and we could say that for everybody is true, but you're born at this eclipse. And when we have eclipses in the sky, you're, they're very active for you. The one we have coming in June um, on the 10th of June is um, going to be um, activating the full moon eclipse you're born under. So um, there's, there's, a, there's a shift coming for you at that point in time. It doesn't mean you can't be doing things between now and then, of course, but there is definitely um, a shift going on for you, all right? Um, so be aware of that and that you could very well move at that point in time. So that's one of the things that I would see that you could, if you're feeling up for it by then, you could be doing that. And then before you came in, Laura and I were talking about, can I see, you know, the health? Because that tends to be a big thing. And I don't do predictive stuff, excuse me, um, with people's health, but here's, you're a great example of what we were talking about. I can see in your chart right now that the Aquarius pile up, if you listen to the beginning of the the show today, the Aquarius pileup for you is in the area of your chart that is about our health and our wellness. And so I can't get into personal stuff with this for you because first off, this is public, but, and that wouldn't be fair to you. But when I see this pileup, it just tells me that, yeah, there is a focus. There is something going on for you to address and pay attention to. Aquarius, um, rules a certain part of the body each zodiac sign does and it might not be that this is your your issue but it rules the like the the ankles the ankle area of the part but also the electrical system in the body so whether it's you know signals running up and down the spine or you know whatever the brain is doing you know anything in the body that has an electrical current relating to it and again i'm not a doctor i don't know what those things are completely but those are some of the things that are going on in your chart so that tells me that it's it is important for you now and through when we get to june between now and then that you address that issue whatever whatever that is for you okay so just okay. don't let it ride ask your ask for specialists or whatever whatever your condition is um just you know make sure that you know don't let them brush you aside okay yeah i've i've already looked into it and yeah i have a treatment plan set up good oh good good awesome good that's important that's important and um yeah so anything that's super modern, you know, you can really um, connect in with that too because Aquarius is like that. And you'll be fine because, you know what, 
um, with all that pile up in there, when I was talking about uh, my brother healing really quickly from a, a devastating accident he had, um, it was Jupiter moving through his sixth house, and that's where Jupiter is for you. So whatever you have going on, what I can see is is that you know the healing should be um, should be uh, should work out in your favor, even if it takes. Um, there's some other things that say it will take a little time. Some things will, will go quickly. Some things will take more time. Okay. Okay. And, um, and Joan, are you, are you working with somebody and trying to find a place, or are you just looking on your own? Um, basically, I'm looking on my own. I'm in a very challenging rental market that's also very expensive. Mm. And I'm also in a college town area, which makes it even more challenging because this time of year there's not a lot of rentals. So uh, there's just, there's nothing better out there than what I'm already dealing with, especially Mm -hmm. in this price range. And I was, you know, I might be willing to leave the area. I'm just here basically for the climate because of medical issues. Gotcha. But it's, yeah, yeah, I mean, I put my feelers out, but I'm not really getting anywhere. So far. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of stagnation around that, and I think I'm glad that Dorothy honed in on the um, where the opportunity is for you right now. You know, in the, in the months coming, because um, that's when you really want to make sure that you're reaching out for help around that to find that place that you want to move. Because um, that's what I'm seeing here is partnership becomes really important um, in that in the move. So it meaning that. Part, you know, finding someone that can help you find that space. So, and I don't feel like it's necessarily engaging um, a real estate um, agent or somebody, but just someone who's in the know um, and just kind of let them know, like, I'm still looking. Can you keep your eyes and ears open for an opportunity mm-hmm. if something should come up? And uh, it, it's just, it's just the making sure that the words hit the right ears is what I'm hearing. Okay. Um, okay. So, so I do see you need a lot of, pa- you do need to keep some patience around this. I don't see much movement happening right now with it um but i i and i don't see you moving out of the area either so um but i but i'm not saying that you're not gonna get another place but it it will it will mean um making sure you're engaging with the right person that has the insight that you need so yeah that's kind of the conclusion i've come to it's that that's somewhat of what this rental market is like is 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 finding it through a personal connection and mm-hmm. unfortunately right now I don't have those personal connections but, but you I've, may. I've you kind may. of come to that conclusion yeah yeah I think you may find that, that a door will open like a small door is going to might open for you um to, to connect with the right person um so you know just keep your eyes and ears open for that because I just I just yeah. it may not be a real estate agent but maybe somebody else um yeah, you see, yeah, like a, it's almost like a chance encounter kind of thing. Um, but it, but what I see, what the focus should be for you is what I'm feeling is just focusing on where you are at the moment and really enjoying the space you're in at, at the moment. And that's that, cause that's where the energy is actually going to be very helpful. Um, I know it's kind of hard with maybe with the health issues that might be going on. I know it's your focus right now, but more of like where you are right now and embracing where you are and really enjoying where you are because that when you do that, it's going to set up um, – it's gonna. It sort of sets the energy for finding the place that you really, really, really want to move to. Okay. You, you're right on because I've also come to that conclusion. I've okay. in the last few months I finally started 
appreciating more about where I did, where I do live, and then the roof started, then the roof started leaking again that they just replaced a couple years ago. And so I don't have to move right now, and I, no, it it just seems like okay, you know, can I just put up with whatever, you know, hopefully nothing else. Well, there is another issue coming up with this, but yeah, yeah. I would would just, I would change the thinking of of not putting up with, but just uh, you know, embracing where you are and, and looking at the things you do enjoy about where you are. And mm-hmm. uh, and then that other place will will come to you. So at the right yeah. time. Yeah. At the right time. Yeah. Exactly. At the right time. Yeah. And Mercury's retrograde right now, and that's not a negative. What it means is, um, if yeah. something has fallen through, you know, over the last few weeks that you thought was important for you, as Mercury is retrograding, it's giving you that opportunity to reflect. And and like Laura was just saying, on on where you are and what those benefits are, of course. But as yeah. as Mercury turns around and comes back around, what happens um, is it will revisit for a third time the area that it's 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 asking you to slow down and just go within, and that is right now through the end of February, and then by the time we get to um, early to mid March, yeah, early by mid March, uh, Mercury is is out of this zodiac sign. Um, finished his retrograde and then some things could start to um, to flourish a little bit and then you you might be able to see more where there is some structural foundational pieces that you'll be able to maybe put your uh, you know focus on as far as all right so maybe you know this area seems to be working better because I don't know and and you know once you're here in a college town not a lot of rentals right now. I'm surprised that they're so they're so packed for you, but um, yeah. I know it is what it is too. I mean, mm-hmm. I live near one as well. Yeah, but I think that will be helpful too. You'll you'll have more clarity as uh, as you get closer as you get closer to your birthday, and once you get to the, your birthday and then beyond, things will um, clear up a little bit, so you'll be able to see a little bit more. Okay. Okay. So, yes, okay. it feels so right on. Shown. Thank you. Great. Awesome, Joan. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. Alrighty. Wow, this hour's flying by. I want to see if we can get Always. a couple more callers in. I know, so many, so many uh, great callers here. So um, let's see. Let's go to Sandra. Hello, Sandra. Hello. <clears throat> Hello, Hi. ladies. Hi. Hi, Dorothy. Hi. How can Hi. Oh, my gosh. Another eclipse person. You were born no two days, <laughs> born two days before an eclipse. Yes, there was an eclipse February nineteenth in the year you were born. So yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> wow, it's a focus. <laughs> it's a focus, a focus. All right, Sandra. I'm sorry I interrupted. What would you What would you like to have some insight on today? No, I, I've always just been interested in astrology. I'm such a true Aquarian. Yes, you I, are. Oh, my I, God. I am. I am such a quirky Aquarian. <laughs> Happy birthday. Your chart has, I'm going to use a lunar node. You've got six things in Aquarius. One of them is not a planet, so you actually have five planets in Aquarius like we do right now. You are in, what a reset you're in. <laughs> oh my goodness! What? So just some, is... so just any general information that you wanted to add or or specific, I'm just open. Okay, all right. Let's let's look at what you have going on here. So again, you've got you're in your Saturn return. So 
over the last uh, few months um, and later again this year. When Saturn comes back to where it was when we were born, we tend to have to take on, we tend to take on extra responsibilities. It's just, it's innate, it's natural, and, and if we've been a responsible person in our lives, then, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be overly difficult. It's just going to feel like, wow, I got lots of work. What is going on? Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, um, that really has been this year so far, because um, yeah. Saturn just made its first connection, and it will not come back. So you only get one pass of that. His retrograde doesn't come all the way back, so you're very fortunate. Because now you only get one. So there's just been extra responsibilities. Um, and that's mm-hmm. been in mainly the home and family sector and what's been going on in that department. You know, whatever whatever um, insight you've had into either your family that you're currently raising, um, your grandchildren or whatever, or you could be working through at this point in time with this pile up, I think it has to do with your own personal growth now based off of what you learned and what we were trained and how we were taught as children. So this looks like, for lack of better words, childhood issues that maybe stirred up right now and you're like, oh, I don't know where that came from. I forgot all about it or I thought I worked on that. There's a new mm-hmm. layer that comes up. So you're able to, at this point in life, um, work on and address whatever that is. So it, you can really heal it at another level. Because the fourth mm-hmm. house, while it is home and family, it's also our, our psychological foundation. So there can be a lot here to kind of reset you so there aren't those reactions to whatever's going on around you. You can just say, oh, look at that. Hmm, I did that again. Okay, you're gone and move (laughs) on, right? It gives us this opportunity, and that's what you have going on um, with all of the planets that we have coming up. The new moon we have on the 11th of February is going to be really close to the sun in your chart, but um, Mm -hmm. you, you really, it's really wonderful for you and this is good for everybody to make sure that um, at your birthday is your new moon, right? Is your new your new year, not a new moon. It's your new year, and so that's when you set um, intentions and goals, like we do for the calendar year, January first. Set mm-hmm. that up for yourself so you can set up new goals to learn new things. Maybe are you very technical? Are you um, do you like technology? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people who have this much Aquarius either love it or don't want to touch it. <laughs> uh, I'm, the, I'm the laughing joke at work about technology. <laughs> <laughs> Too much for Let you, me is tell it? You, well, I have to. I, I I have to learn more and more all the time, yeah. and it's it seems like an overload to me. But uh, uh, computers just completely freeze around me. I'm very sensitive to them, or they don't like my energy. But there's a lot of issues with electronics. <laughs> well, it's because you're all you're all air. You have so much air. You have a little water in the chart, but Aquarius is an air sign, and you're just yeah. super strong in that. So, um, yeah, and and it's not surprising. So just you know, you know what I? This is a really funny little thing. You know, in the winter time. Here in the Northeast, I don't know where it is, where you're at, but, you know, 
in the wintertime, it's so dry in the air that if, if you even scuff your feet a little bit and you touch yeah. something, you get, a, you get a zap, right? Zap. Well, I, zap. I take a, I have a safety pin. I have a, on, on some of the things that do that, especially like the things mm-hmm. that are polyester, I put a safety pin in my sweaters and stuff. And it just oh. stays there. And it stops that's, that. That's interesting. <laughs> yes, I do. I, I give great zaps at work, I, I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to do that to the computer. But um, so right off the yeah. so generally speaking, you are in overload right now, and not that you have to be overwhelmed. I'm not saying you're overwhelmed, mm-hmm. but with six things that you have in Aquarius, and we have almost six planets there now, it it is overload. Mm-hmm. So it's too much information. So um, do your best to um, mm-hmm. like only allow so much information in because we we get headaches if we if, mm-hmm. if we get stuck on. <clears throat> thoughts and ideas so do your best to um you know let stuff come in and if you want to write it down <clears throat> excuse me write stuff down so you don't have to keep so much in your brain just just for right now because you mm-hmm. can it, it just get overload and and just sort of short circuit yourself so <laughs> take the breaks yeah. where you need them and write the information down and, and and just general so generally speaking that's that's what i'm seeing for you right now okay it makes yeah. sense completely. Yeah. Sandra, <laughs> can I just ask, this is not a predict- prediction, Sandra, but I just have to ask you, are you having a problem with one of your hips, like a, a hip issue? Um, no, my husband does. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I just feel, I'm like, I was feeling that like as a focus around you, I'm like, who is dealing with this hip issue? It's like, oh my God, yeah. I just keep rubbing my hip. I'm like, what's going on? Um, That's my husband. Yep. Yeah. And, and his, his dad's crossed, correct? Your, your father-in-law? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, where do you connect with the name Jack or John? Jack or John? Oh, I, I had an Uncle Jack. Who's passed? And I right? had a yes, and I had an Uncle John. I had both. Okay. Okay. I just feel like there's a lot of people around you, so I'm just kind of like just diving in really mm-hmm. quick. I know there's not a lot to there's not a lot of time left here, but I just I just feel like you got a lot of people around you, and I want to say happy birthday. So whose birthday is right around now? Well, today is my stepson's birthday. Okay, very and good. And my, right. my Rob, yes, and my okay. my birthday is on next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, that's okay. So happy birthday! <laughs> that's why I, was, I just felt like your people were around you, and I just kind of see this big birthday cake, and they're just saying, "Tell her happy birthday." I'm like, "All oh, right." So um, I love it. yeah. So just know you got a lot of people around you. I didn't. I wouldn't. I didn't want to focus directly on one person, but because they're all kind of gathered around you. But um, yeah. So hello. And um, and it's funny. I thought I might have some advice about the hip, but I just. I think that was just my their way of of getting me to say something. You know, it's like mm-hmm. just do that sometimes. So there you go. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, well thank you. And you definitely caught my husband's his his hip. It's, it gives him a lot of trouble. Oh, I'm so sorry. Aww. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But thank sorry you. Get, you're very welcome. All right. You take care. Be well. You thank too. You. Bye-bye. All righty. So we've got, oh gosh, maybe three minutes left. Um, I'd love to take the last caller, but it'd have to be super quick. And I did text you her uh, information. Oh, you did. Um, I didn't even look. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. I'll, I'll bring her on. I'll just do what I can. I'll start with her. So Shelly, okay. hello. Hello. How are you, huh? Dorothy? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Where are you calling from, Shelly? I'm calling from Texas. Ah, hello, Texas. Lovely, lovely. So what, what can we have 
I know we've only got like two minutes left, so whatever I can do. Well, I'll do- I was just kind of looking for a general overall information uh, or anything. I had been mm-hmm. interested in looking at my Saturn return. I know that my first uh, one was when I was about 29, and uh, I know that they're used and okay. um Kind of okay, just, let 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 Dorothy speak because she's got like one minute left or two minutes. So. Oh no! See. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, <laughs> no pressure, Dorothy. We'll just ah, do what you can. Ah. Do what you can. All right. Um, All right. I'm well, looking. You, you yeah, are not this. in your Saturn return. Wow. No. It happens at the age of 59, and you are not there yet. No. Yay! Yeah. You're younger yeah. than you thought. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I see is Neptune conjunct your moon and your sun because you're born at um, just before the new moon. So when I see this, one of the things I could tell you right off the bat is a lot of meditation, a lot of uh, trust your dreams, trust your intuition, very, very psychic, um, play with other people, learn what those boundaries are, practice those things. Don't just walk around and suck up everybody's psychic energy that would that would not be great for you but Neptune conjunct your sun and anybody's sun and moon is very sensitive so be sure and take classes with Laura or somebody (laughs) (laughs) I learned how to mention empath yes (laughs) yeah it's it's ramped up it's ramped up even more this this year because Neptune doesn't move that far so it's incredibly ramped up so yeah, make sure you know how to manage that. You do not want to walk around sucking up other people's. You know what? It's not Definitely. <laughs> Energy. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, I That's sure it. appreciate it. And, uh, yes, yeah, I could feel feel everyone's energy. And that's what I try mm-hmm. not to let get sucked into everybody's drama and their energy. Good. Yeah, Good. That's the best thought. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And currently I am taking a, uh, in a mentorship for uh, mediumship. Wonderful. And uh, something I just started last Monday to be. Uh, oh, fabulous. I started last Monday that. and I have a class. All right. We're, we're down um, to the last five seconds. So thank you so much, Shelly. I wish we could talk you. more. I would love to hear more about it. But thank you thank, for calling and for Thank you, Dorothy. For anybody who'd like to check out Dorothy's um, sessions, it's nhastrologer.com. And I'll see you next week with the comedian medium, Maureen Hancock. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.